Welcome back, guys, to the Nerdtude Movie Podcast. Uh, I'm here with Matt and Alex. Um, this is another episode where Anthony's not with us. He's currently uh, chopping down trees for the blind, armless, and legless. Man, they need firewood and heat, too. I mean, <laughs> that's his slogan. When, when we, we, we'll make jokes. You know, don't have any hands to rub together. Yeah, you gotta have you can't, something. Yeah, you can't use hand warmers if you don't you have hands. You can't tuck them under your armpits. And they're, you I can't mean, do it. <laughs> these, I just think of these poor, no-limbed, one-legged people sitting by a cold, lifeless fire. And then <laughs> Anthony kicks in the door like the brawny man with a cart, I guess, full of logs. <laughs> So we're here with. Uh, uh, hold on, I just want to say I think I think I'm pretty sure the clip I'm going to use is Chris Evans ripping the logs in half. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to put his face on it. Editor's note. We're here with three movies. Um, not so much Christmas. They're in the Christmas vein, but these are the New Year's. Well, movies. you're watching this on New Year's Eve. Why yeah. would you want Christmas movies? Yeah, That's true. Christmas is done after this. We're done. It's over. Fuck it. I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed. It's a Christmas. So December is primarily the Christmas month. Like yeah, I didn't get what I wanted because every year I just want world peace. <laughs> well, you know that that doesn't even make me angry. You know what makes me angry is when Thanksgiving rolls around. Like it's Thanksgiving, people are like, "Christmas started." No, it's Thanksgiving. So this is one of the very <laughs> first years that um, Christmas did start around Thanksgiving here. Really? We're late, to, we're late to put our trees up, but. Like the music was playing as soon as the light started playing it, and you know it's it, 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 yeah. Since like November fifteenth, it's been Christmas basically. Oh, that's too early. Yeah, I'm a little burnt out. Um, I mean, I don't know. It's, you know, Everybody my wife here. loves Christmas, and it's a solid Black Friday is when it starts. You can start all that shit. Yeah, I'd agree, I'd agree that's the proper, like, that's when, like, the soul of Thanksgiving, yeah. although some people would say Thanksgiving is, uh, you know, not a proper celebration, so I, I don't know. Everybody everybody was fighting me to put the tree up before Thanksgiving. I kept saying, no, I'm sticking to it this year. Last year, I let them put it up the day after Halloween because everybody was kind of down. Oh, Jesus. Oh. Well, everybody, was, everybody wasn't feeling, you know, because it was locked down and shit. And- if I could, I would have a Christmas tree that was nothing but like the fibers and everything would would be RGB and I would just put it behind me and create and, and fucking just I mean that would be cool I think that'd be neat yeah it, it also cost about a thousand dollars yeah I'm not saying I have the money to do it despite <laughs> my fancy $52 Amazon watch <laughs> back to the movie and on, I know on that note uh, Snowpiercer so we're gonna start with our first movie Snowpiercer uh, this movie came out in I closed the app. God, twenty what was it? Twenty thirteen. Yep, twenty fourteen, July. Really? July twenty fourteen. Yeah. Oh yeah, it, yeah, it, op- it opened. It opened June 29th in two thousand fourteen in uh, U.S. and Canada. Yeah. Oh okay. A uh, budget was about thirty nine <laughs> million, if you believe IMDb. I'm gonna say this. <laughs> That's a high budget for an indie flick that didn't do that well. It did, but I imagine worldwide most of the budget went to CG. And Chris Evans. What did it? What did they true. make worldwide? Uh, Eighty-six million, which this—that's a flop. I mean, technically, well, they were budgeted thirty-nine. They made eighty-six million. Technically, don't you have to do two point five, two point five. No, like, that's old-school marketing budgets. That's that's different. I mean, this movie being a smaller release because it's an Asian release didn't have the marketing push behind it. So this probably did make some money back. Um, just, I mean, forty million is what it cost. 
86 bringing in. I mean, even if you doubled, let's say, the budget for marketing, which I doubt they put $40 million into marketing, you'd still technically be making $6 million. That's true. They yeah, only made four point five in U.S. and Canada. Everything else is made overseas. Was... And this was this a Korean movie, right? Or a Korean believe, director? Or is it? Uh... Yeah, I believe it's a Korean director. Uh, oh my god! Yeah, uh, uh, Bong Joon Ho. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. And you know what's funny when you when you look at the the team on this movie, a lot a lot of these actors, not the Asian actors. A lot of the American actors or British actors appear in Asian movies. I see a lot of them in Asian movies. Well, here's the unknown, or not the unknown, here's the unspoken truth, right? People aren't going to like to hear it. Specifically, the Chinese theater-going market, but the Asian theater-going market likes white male actors. That's why Matt Damon is in a movie of Chinese descent as a pale face. The wall, the yes. wall movie, right? Yeah, that yeah, is why the they they China China and places like that are the people that still go nuts for Tom Cruise, and if they can get a high profile white actor, they go for it. That's why even in movies that have big like that's why recently what was it Mulan? Yeah, and that was I mean half funded by the Chinese backed company. Like, there was another movie that was released that did that had a, ca- a character that was traditionally Asian, and they cast a white person, but it was in it was in a Chinese funded movie. The truth okay. is, they like American actors. It, it is they in their movies they want the American actors, and that's why you see movies like this that have this high profile of I mean Chris Evans, John Hurt. Which, by the way, I'm moving John Hurt into the category of only fucking plays John Hurt. I'm sorry, but this is always John Hart. Ever since the movie 1984, this is how he's acted. It's the same fucking <laughs> character. V for Vendetta. Yes. Same yeah. fucking character. 1984. So Hellboy, same fucking character. Since he was 45, he's been just playing John Hurt. He has, yeah. Which is okay. I like him, but I mean, you know. To me, he was the doctor, the war doctor. The, the, the war doctor. Yeah. yeah. From what? He was the war doctor Doctor, doctor Who. From doctor Who. Oh, yeah. He was not, the war doctor. Not a, not a Doctor Who person. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have a name for the fans. The Doctor Whoers, Hoobians. maybe? Whovians. The Whoers. Yeah, I call the them Whoers. Whoers. The Whoers. The Whoers. <laughs> the Doctor Whoers. Come on, you little Whoers. Let's go get so your wand. So Chris wands. Evans in this movie, he, it came out in 2014, right? This one did. Made yeah, it, yeah, made in probably 2012. Mm-hmm. It, it was made in 2013. When did um, Fantastic Four come out? Oh gosh, that was uh, early, like 02, I want to say. It was, right? Yeah, the original Fantastic Four had Michael Chiklis in it. It's been a while. And then um, Captain America. Captain 2007. America? For what? 2000... 2005 it came out. Fantastic. And Captain America was when? 07? Captain America, First Avenger, or 09? 11. 2011. So, oh, wow. So, okay, yeah, he, I thought yeah. that was after this. But here's the thing. This might have been a movie that was filmed before and then shelved. Oh, because that happened with that. that happened with Cabin in the Woods. You're right. You're they right. filmed that like four years prior and then it got shelved. Then he came out in Thor and it was like Cabin in the Woods, Chris Hemsworth movie coming. Okay. Uh, one of his other greatest roles. Was uh, Scott Pilgrim where he was Lucas Lee? Oh, I love that. 
Yes. I, that whole movie. I don't. There is not a single goddamn frame of that movie that I dislike. It's great. It's amazing. Love, and in 4K, 4K it fucking looks, yes. yes, it looks it's nuts. Amazing. Sounds good too. Yes. Yeah. It's no. The only that's 4K movie I own. So. Scott Pilgrim <laughs> is one of my favorite movies of all time. It's it, like there's just between the humor and the action and the, it, the spectacle. Like it is one of those movies. It's an actual spectacle. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. Yeah. You and I are on the same. We'll have to review that. But I think Lewis has to I be know. in on that one. Oh yeah. We should do Scott Pilgrim and another Edgar Wright movie. Yes. Um, so this movie takes place um, oh, post-apocalypse. Alex, did you have a thought? I was going to say my least favorite movie of his was uh, um, Cellular. See, my least favorite of his was, what was that, uh, Push? Yeah. Where literally they talk about this power and the whole result is he shakes the scaffolding. It's like, cool. Um I think oh, was it Chris Evans? Is it um, Sunlight? I think it was. Oh okay. yeah, with uh, the dude. The, he was in there, right? Yeah, he yeah, played a the scientist. Guy, the guy who plays the Scarecrow, um, Killian Murphy, Sunshine. Yeah, yeah Sunshine. Where they're on the, when they're I on do the love ship. that movie. That movie's yeah. got a weird like that movie has the same vibe as Twenty Eight Days Later, but doesn't have the horror. It's a weird vibe in that movie. It is. It's. I know it's strange. Which, but he is in that movie. Which and he obviously plays, you said. I'm sorry. Go ahead. He plays a role where um, uh, he also plays a role where he dies. It's great. Yeah. Spoiler. He dies. So <laughs> you're talking about you're talking about the guy who played uh, Scarecrow, Killian Murphy. He, he was also in Twenty Eight Days Later. Yeah. Well, the reason why I said that was because Twenty Eight Days Later was directed by the same guy as Sunshine. Okay. Oh. Oh. That makes sense then, because mm-hmm. that. Yeah. It also has that like the way it's filmed that kind of I can't remember his name right now. But yeah, he directs he directs both those movies. I mean, I think 28 days the 28 days and weeks later is, is probably one of the greatest um refreshing takes on uh, on the zombies in a while. I mean, I love the Dawn of the Dead remake, but when you're talking like a different way to do it where it's where they really treat it as a virus, pretty good. Yeah, yeah they do a really good job. And the zombies run in that one, so I'm happy with that. <laughs> they don't run. They do they run. Fucking, no, they don't run. They fucking... <laughs> they fly. <laughs> they fly through the air, dude. <laughs> Motherfucker, they're so fast. Uh, so this movie takes place post-apocalypse. Um, the world's ending... Well, the world doesn't end. They try... It's a global warming movie, guys. Let's just be honest. They try and save yeah. the Earth from global warming and end up freezing it. <laughs> With, with a chemical, chemical with more chemicals in the, in the air. Yeah, they throw a chemical in the air and it freezes the hell out of it. That's just the reality of it. Oh man. Uh, yeah, I mean, so, I, I guess. <laughs> I and guess if you the, had current political figures going on in power, maybe they would do <laughs> yeah. something this fucking stupid. Hey, yeah, I know. Um, we give the uh, gate the the grass electrolyte electrolytes. It's all it needs, right? And it's that the, sort of thought it's process. What plants crave. Yeah, it's what plants crave. The plot is that they, um, uh, a billionaire philanthropist builds a train that can go around the world and houses basically humanity until, uh, All right. the, remain, the remainder so, of humanity. So the storyline yeah, story does borderline resident, late Resident Evil movies level it of does, stupid. Yeah. I was, that's in my notes. I was like, man, I put Resident Evil question mark. Like, yeah. By the way, I, I bought the whole absolutely. collection. And I'm having such a struggle getting through the last one. Like I was even o- I was even okay with the sixth one because it at least had over the top bloody violent action. 
And this one's just goddamn ridiculous. Like, yeah. it it literally starts you off in the middle of something that's been going on that didn't happen in the other movies. It's <laughs> yeah. like, I know when you last left, everything seemed like it was going to be bright, but since then, and you don't get to see it, the whole world's been fucked. Like, I, yeah. It, so yeah, anyways, sorry. But I know you say that, Matt, and I will say I'd rather watch that last one than Welcome to Raccoon City. Oh, really? Yes. That bad. It is that bad. It is the let me put it this way: the director, and I'm a huge Resident Evil fan. The director's like, there's no difference between Claire and Jill, so why put the effort in, in there? So I'm you like, mean what? two, two characters that have had their own games? No difference. No difference. We're just gonna cram them all in. Yeah. No oh, difference. So I, I, I like, will say, I am disappointed that Barry has not made a. Re- Does he come back in the final movie at all? In, in Welcome to Raccoon City? No, no, in Resident Evil 7. In Resident Evil 7? Because he's in number 6 for the first time, and he's played by yeah. an actor I actually like. And I was like, who the fuck is that, that vest? Is that Barry? And I was like, okay, I, I like I him. Remember, I can't it's, remember the last fucking Resident Evil I dude, watched. Dude, man, I bought them all, and, I wanna, and I'm going to try to watch them all with Jen, because I do, even the ones that are bad, except for the last one thus far, even yeah. the ones that are bad are, are good for the... If you want to just throw on a movie with dumb, zombie, violent yeah. action... Those are great movies because I I'm one of those people I like the Death Race remake which is directed by Tall, uh, Paul uh, Thomas Anderson as well or Paul whatever Anderson that directs the Resident Evil movies mm-hmm. um, so he's got an eye for explosive action so like when in his shootout scenes are as stupid as they may be there's at least entertainment value in the absurdity of the action um, not only so not far only the last one though it, it does not have any of that like I'm not I'm not fulfilled by any action scene yet I'm only halfway through though. Not only that, he's he's remained for a video game to the fans. There are faithful characters that you can point out. Well, not only that, but it progresses. Movies. Like at, you know, at, by movie four, I think they start four or five. They start doing the from Resident Evil floor split heads. Mm-hmm. Um, they, he doesn't whether whether I mean they're not always accurate to the characters in the games, but he's encompassed Claire and Jill and uh, the Asian chick. I can't remember her name. Like they've yeah. all been, in, yeah, they've all been in the movies. Like Barry, um, Wesker, like they've all they're there. It you know it's and the the problem with it is is they're there is like like Michelle Rodriguez is, is like she's been dead since the first one. Guess what? She's back, kiddos, and she's gonna <laughs> kick ass. And then in, she's literally the final boss of number six. It's just it gets a little you know. So we weren't talking about that. But yeah, but but, but if you can understand the absurdity of the Resident Evil like later movie storylines. It's the same kind of like, this is stupid. I know it is. It's not bad. It's just stupid. I get that. And this this movie, you start off in the back of the train where all the poor people are, and I don't understand why they're there. And You mean as in why would you leave poor people alive? Like, why wouldn't you just abandon them? Yeah. That's pretty cold. he He says it. Spoiler alert, yes, for children. But all the rich people, he never said that the rich people were, were couldn't have kids. In the front of the train. No, no. Are you asking how they got on the train? No, not or, how they got on oh, the train. Why are they why there? They period? kept them. Yeah, like why? Like, why not just to... murder them all because they're a drain yeah. on the entire train society? Because he never he never mentions in the movie that the 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 higher up society at the front of the train can't have kids. That was that was never the concept. And you see kids in the higher society. Mm-hmm. So why spend all this time, all this money, and all this energy on? 
keeping these people in the back of the house. I mean, you know, I, I don't... First off, Hitler, um, <laughs> what you're saying is exterminating the poor. Essentially. In this situation, yes. exterminating them yes. completely. Leaving them in the wasteland and waving outside and being like, wow, it's much roomier in here. That's cold. I mean, I guess well, the whole thing is, and maybe they don't go into it, but is the concept at some point you start picking out from the poor and breeding them to, to make humanity, you know what I mean? Like, is that the idea? Do they treat them like they treated them back in the unfortunate slave days where they breed them to make more? Like, is that where you have generations of family being uh, raised on a plantation? That's like, is that was. the idea? They needed, they needed, they needed people to work for them. And that part I understood. Like, you know, they, like when they took the uh, old man from the, the wife and you see him later on and they start meeting people like, hey, you were taken away. You know, what the hell are you doing up here? Mm -hmm. I will also ask, like, why wasn't there more guard? Like, why isn't there a garden on the train? You're literally in steel boxes. A garden? Like, why wasn't there more of that? Like, why wasn't half the train? Like, if you're going to kill the more. poor, like, well, the you're in steel boxes you can line with plastic sheeting and create humidity. Open up the top, sunshine's still coming through. In fact, because you've thinned the ozone, it's a very strong sun that would create a greenhouse effect. Like, theoretically, you could have entire boxcars full of produce being made. And they only they, had, what, what was it, one? Yeah, it was, it was just it, one car. Like, yeah, it was like nothing. It just, it, it didn't make sense to me. They, I'm, I'm trying to, like, it's like this big, fancy bullet train. You got very limited resource. Why, why? They left it, they left it all up to you to just, to, to see. But when they showed the, 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 the train from far away, the train was a lot fucking bigger than it, than it, than it showed. Yeah, it's oh, huge. Yeah. Like, it like I don't big. understand. Like, so, so there had to have been more than multiple cars. It just like they're they just, just leaving it up to you. It. Say they're just, just leaving it up to you. Saying you know what, you know, you know that it's there. So is that all so, just so, lead to the idea of like, even though that's, I mean, because the problem I guess I have with that is then it, you have to I have to automatically assume that all of the rest of those boxcars, if they are, are being hoarded by the rich, because yeah. you, the poor mm -hmm. aren't getting them. So. That is a weird dichot. That's a weird idea. I don't know. I mean, like, I don't like the ambiguousness of that. I, I kind of feel like in my head, and it does go to the fact of the silliness and the holes in the story. But it's just kind of like you got that big of a fucking train. How come there isn't more resource cars? Like Giovanni's idea. Mm -hmm. You need some space. There's a door. We don't need them. They're not. I yeah. mean, but once again, you do need them because they're the workers. Because the rich people aren't going to lift their fingers. Right. And and I think from the beginning he knew that. Because who knows how long they were actually taking the kids to do these jobs, because they they needed they, 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 there's a history of them taking kids and stuff. And how long are they on the train at this point? I don't remember. Seventeen years. Seventeen. Seventeen years. years. Yeah. And he did say that the the machinery to do what the kids do went out, but I don't think he says how long ago it went out. So I don't, I don't know. know how. Yeah, I don't know how long they were taking kids. I do kind of yeah. find this movie funny in that it's a climate change movie. But they're literally yeah. like, and then we over-scienced it. But basically yeah, what they're they, saying is we did too much science and ruined it more. Yeah. Like they, it's they almost like when you're cooking, yeah. and the, it's the like there's, there's not enough salt in this. And you put some, and they go, God damn it, now there's too much fucking salt. Like, it's that weird, like, that's what they did, and they ruined the earth. You, you know how we fix it? We just add more stock. Or butter. <laughs> I mean, if you're really so going fat. Well, <laughs> butter, butter's got salt in it. No, no, I don't get, I get no non-salted sweet cream. <laughs> the the scene the scene where they're shooting each other in the, in the turn or in the turn yeah okay is a kind of a cool that scene, was though. the scene it was a badass scene but I was like that's where I was like okay they can go outside 
Yeah, it's not like instant death if you go out. Yeah. Because the the cold air coming through with how cold it should have been wouldn't have killed somebody, but it should have hurt. Like, one of them should have reacted I mean, hanging, to the hanging out of it at any point, knowing the speeds of the train, should have been almost instant can't feel. Yeah. Or instant my hand is stuck to the gun. Yeah. You know, it's metal. Your hand has moisture and oils. Well, especially the, when the you're glass, eating cockroaches and shit all day. The glass wasn't completely <laughs> shattering. It was It was getting fractured. It was getting... I, but it, it wasn't, like, blown out. I also, like... The there concept, was a pressurized thing. I like the, the pressurizing thing that when the first hit, it, it did pressurize and... I mean, and that's the other thing, right? Like, does the people, the rich people who created this train and, and own it, do they have the right to, like, do they have to keep the poor people on there? Like, not to be cold, but, like, is are, is their survival their responsibility? Because right now, whether they, they treat them... their way on the train. Whether they, 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 they treat them like shit or not and use them for slave labor, these people are still alive because of this train. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a weird idea of, like... Yeah, they're pieces of shit because they use them as slave labor, but if it wasn't for their train, you'd be dead already. Yeah. Yeah, that's very true. And the, the one thing, to Matt's point, we were talking about this before we started, um, this movie's slow. Man, is it slow. And it sucks because the portions of action and the backstories do make this movie pretty interesting. Like uh, Chris Evans' character, when you get to the end, yeah, talks about his backstory, and you find yeah. out he's really a bad guy. He talks about being a cannibal yeah. and hating that he liked it. I thought that was badass. Well, he I was like, That's that the really whole time, cool, too. Yeah, yeah. And and then you have the the security guy and his daughter mm. who are addicted to this chemical, and they think they're junkies the whole time until you get to the end, and you're like, oh shit, this is why you've been collecting this shit. Yeah. Like the little, the little bits. Well, of they're still story, junkies, but they're, they're yeah. The little bits of story in this movie, I think this movie would have been awesome as like a series. Well, they made a series out of it, but they do have a series of it. Yeah, doesn't look interesting to me. No, it was not good. I did watch it. It was not. Yeah, it was not good. I mean, that's the classic. But that's the other thing is like once you already do away with the material you have, right? It's hard to create more if you don't have from from out of nothing. Yeah, is like that's the problem with stretching the concept to a series, is at a certain point it either needs to come to a conclusion and give you a result or it fades away. And I don't know if they wrapped it up or if it just got, is it still going? Ending. It's yeah, ending. It's, it's okay. over. Gonna end. Yeah. Are we uh, ready to give our uh, hot dogs? Um, yes, I will say before we start, did anybody get the feeling that every time Chris Evans fought in this movie, you wanted to see a shield just come at him? I got that feeling pretty hard. <laughs> or the fucking the hammer? The, yeah. the funny thing is, uh, Captain America and Batman very much hit the same. Yeah. Like with the, the uh, how much weight they put behind the blows. Like, Captain America is a lot like Batman, where his hits, like, have a certain thump. Like, have you ever listened, yeah. if you ever hear the sound effects, too, they're actually kind of close to each other. Being different universes, it's a little weird. Uh, I did. I did want to say something that that it was pretty fucking crazy about the teacher. The the teacher the teacher cart. Oh yeah. yeah. Not only that, she she's pregnant too. So you were talking about they, they just say them, but that they could have babies. Yep. She was pregnant. Mm-hmm. And they and killed she, her, which yeah. was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Giovanni, pretty cool, man. Pretty cool. I'm just saying, it was a cool scene. I was not expecting that. Just. <laughs> All right, Giovanni, what's your stars? Okay. Um. The, the 
I do like this movie because I'm a, a sci-fi fan. I do like the concept of it. It was super slow though. Like, and the points where it tried to catch you with the action and the backstories just wasn't enough. They were quicker passing yeah. than the the movie itself and its slowness. Uh, so this this is a, a 2.5 for me. Yeah, I liked it. I enjoyed the concept of it, but it, it was just, it couldn't, it didn't do enough to keep my attention long enough. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm with you, two and a half, and it was, and it goes back to when I even first watched this movie. It's just, I was very much looking forward to it, because the concept's neat and everything, but it is a slow fucking movie. Like, to get to the end, like, because they build it up from the beginning where he tells you, you know, I'm not a good guy, blah, blah, blah. To go from the beginning to that and get to the end where it explains why everything it's it's a it's a fucking slow journey, like and I think part of it is because it's a, such a limited setting, like you can only mm-hmm. be on the train in the movie. You know what I mean? It's like that's true. And unless you're doing shit like in Speed, where you're going back to this villain who's here, and then the, being on one solace, you know, it's even um, that movie. What is it? Um, Murder on the Midnight Express or whatever the fuck it was. Even that movie, they end up getting off the train at one point. And like walking around, so two and a half simply because it's slow. It's not a terrible movie. It's just it's good on the sci-fi, but it's that sci-fi that borderline silly as well. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Um, I, I'm actually going to give it a three. Um, the only thing I'm, I am going to question is: is this guy really 17 years old? Because he, he's supposed funny. to be 17. Yeah, no. Look at his face. <laughs> like, his five o'clock where... shadow. That green, like literally since we started the review, he's grown a beard. <laughs> no, but uh, I, I like I like the action. I like how the the people are are just like some of them are not recognizable. Like the one behind Giovanni's head, the girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's her name? Tilda Tilda uh, Swinton. Yeah, Swinton. Swinton. Swin- yeah, Swinton. You know, she actually is. Uh, she's in Constantine. She plays Gabriel. Yeah. Yeah. The angel. Yeah. Yep. She gets punched pretty hard at the end. Uh, it's great. I love um, the end of that movie where fucking the devil's just like. I don't want to deal with you. You're going to survive. Yeah. That's basically what happens. The devil's like, I don't want you down there fucking with me. Like, here, here you're healthy. Your lungs are renewed. Which is the, the saddest part, because they set it up for a sequel. He wants to do a sequel. made one. In yeah, but can he cut his fucking hair? I'm tired of John Wick. Okay? I, I want Neo. I want clean-cut fucking Keanu Reeves. I'm, I, <laughs> I'm tired of long-haired hippie Reeves. I like Keanu. Um, I love him. No more hippie look. Did did anybody else notice who Andrew was, the the guy who lost his arm, the uh, the head that lost his kid too? Who was he? He was in Train Spotting. He's the he's the guy who shits himself in Train Spotting. Oh, the guy that put his arm out in this one. Yeah. And they froze his arm and then sure. yeah. shattered it. And there was there was a, there was a couple of other ones that he he was in that I was I was I, I recognized him from, but it's just like off you know like, you know like uh, made for TV type shit. But I, I like I like the guy's work and shit. But uh, yeah, three for me, and uh, I don't know what what else. Nothing. We'll be right back. <laughs> All right, so we're back with our uh, our second movie of the night. It is um it is another train movie. It is also Holy a shit. New Year's movie. It is another I train seriously movie. Seriously, didn't even make that connection until you just <laughs> said it. <laughs> Never in my mind was I like, "There's two train movies." Until you just oh, fucking no. said it. <laughs> my God, what has happened to me? Uh, like literally, you said it. I'm like, like, right? Yeah. Both yeah. untrained. How did I? Oh, how did I that not get that earlier? My God. Uh, both take place around New Year. Um, 
It is called Money Train. Um, it is from the year 1995. So this uh, is what two years pre-Blade. Yeah, it is. It's and how long? Two or two or three years after demo. After man. no, no, no. I'm ta- I'm talking about the the buddy the buddy movie. Oh, White Man Can't um, Jump. White Man Can't <laughs> Jump. So when Demo Man was like 96, right? He did. I think he did this, and then Demo Man was 96. And then Blade was like 97, or was Blade 99? Or nine, uh, might okay, have been so... a little bit later. My Demolition Man was... He was jacked as shit in this movie, Demolition was Man was 93. Wow, earlier than I thought. That movie still looks mm-hmm. fucking great for 93. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. I'm going to go watch that this weekend. Box on myself. office, 159 million. Oh, this movie oh, made some money. And then, uh, and then he did Drop Zone before he did Money Train, too. Ooh. Yeah, Drop Zone I knew was earlier. What about Passenger 57? 92. Oh, that's an early one. And oh, I thought that was same, later. Same year, White Man Can't Jump. Uh, and then one of my favorites of his is New Jack City. Yes, New Jack City is awesome. Yeah. Blade was 98. 98, okay. Blade is yeah. still one of the coolest fucking movies, man. Oh, I, yeah. I remember in the so, theater when he hits him in the face with the stuff that makes him blow up. And my dad's just, oh, holy shit. Like, he didn't get no problem. He's in the theater like, oh, my God. Had no problem with violence. But God forbid Jennifer Lopez's nipple shoots out. <laughs> so there's there's three movies uh, that these guys have been in together. Um, Wildcats in 86, which is filmed here in Chicago. Lane Tech High School. Um, White Man Can't Jump. Lane Tech course, alum. Woo, woo. Of course, this one, uh, Money, Money Train. There was a fourth movie that, that showed up, but... When I looked it up, I, I don't recall either one of them being in the movie, and I can't remember the name, so I was just like, whatever, I'm not I'm going to forget about it. Wow. <laughs> it's not important. It's, it's, not important yeah. it's not important because I was like, what the fuck is this? Listen, this is what we edit out. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this movie stars People. Wesley Snipes, of course. Yes. Woody Harrelson. Yes. And Jennifer Love. Uh, Jennifer Love. Jennifer Lopez. Jennifer Love. Which Lopez. Are... <laughs> not Jennifer Love. Huge tits. Not that one. <laughs> oh. All right, am I the only one that didn't give a shit about her? Like, I really didn't when she was popular. Like, I know that. What was she? Was it? Um... Isn't she also vegan too, or something? What was the movie she was in that really shot her to to the top? Can't hardly wait. Yes. There's that whole scene of she's like what's sitting. She's sitting down. And it's all supposed to be. And I'm just watching this like. Bro, you could have done better. Like, I get it. She's the most popular, whatever. But, like, you could have been with some chick that shared your interests, like, treated you like you actually existed. And instead, it's just like you're pining over her. What's his name? What's his name, though? The actor? Um, Ethan Embry, right? Yeah. Remember, yeah. we were talking about it on, on, on I guess, on one of your streams. She she actually gave him, like, 50 mints because he was such a stoner. And his breath smelled so bad of weed. That she was like, before we do this next scene, you got to take these mints. You know, I don't get it. He plays kind of a stoner reject in the movie. Is a stoner. He doesn't. It, it, he, but he's not method acting. Daniel Day Lewis can. Actor. Daniel Day Lewis can fucking act like he's Abraham Lincoln at the Starbucks on the way to the set. But you know, fucking Ethan Embry is just oh, what a fucking stoner. No man, it's method. Like, I will say though, it's got to be really hard to shoot like a comedy movie specifically if you smoke weed. Like yeah. you better be filming a movie with Paul Ru- or uh, Judd Apatow, That's... so he allows improvisation. Because like, like I would, I don't if I was, I don't think I could like go on set for a comedy high because it's just how would you I'm sure keep he did... from like breaking out in laughter uncontrollably? I'm sure he did a lot of ad libbing when he was on uh, Empire Records. 
that character Probably. he played. That there. whole cast was like they, they. I feel like that entire cast was like getting high and having orgies at night. <laughs> like they were all in the relative age bracket. They were all the young. Regular. Like who else? Are they? Like they're not fucking Tom Cruise. Like so that's in the same acting group. Like I just feel like it was just like, hey, you guys want to get drunk and have an orgy? And it's like. You're yeah. not you're not invited though. All right, cool. Everybody else, come on. And it's like the sound guy's like, what the fuck. I like, Liv, I like Liv Tyler was like, we can go to my dad's house. He's not home. Yeah, he's in rehab again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, fucking uh, Grandma Tyler. <laughs> Seriously, the way he looks now is like when he sits down at the table. He goes, "Honey, child, let me tell you something." Like that's how he looks right now. He's got such a fucking wide. Like I don't know Honey how child. he gets how he gets that fucking smile. Like but he, though, he's got like beads in his hair. He does look like. Like, he looks like the grandma that picks you up, and it's like, yeah, that's my grandma. <laughs> like, that's like, it's like, hi, grandma, I love you. Give grandma a kiss. Like, that's the type, like, all, like, smoking a fucking Marlboro. Yeah, give me a kiss. Yeah. <laughs> give me a kiss. Say, yeah, you gotta say it the right way. Now, give me a kiss. Give like me a kiss. Yeah, he just walks up. <laughs> Ow! It's like, grandma, please stop sitting. Like, you know what if he goes on a field trip? He's like, come on, everybody. The wheel's on the bus. And it's just like, Grandma, please. We don't have to make a song of everything. Grandma, this is 11th grade. Please don't. <laughs> he doesn't, In my I'm day, sorry. we used to do this outside the yeah. window. Yeah. You you think I'm not cool now? I was doing cocaine off of hookers before you were swimming in your daddy's balls. It's just like, he's lost his mind. Those lines on my face. Yeah, yeah. I was throwing TVs out of hotels. It's like, we get it. You were fucking crazy. Like, you still look like an old lady now. Oh, speaking of crazy, the villain in this is Robert Blake. And he really is a fucking villain, too. <laughs> he In is... this movie, uh, and in real life, kind of probably. Well, he is a murderer. He went to prison for. Um, uh, the guy who plays Torch, Chris Cooper, he's also in a lot of shit that we all know. Chris Cooper, when he starts really... walking up the center of the escalators, I was like, what athleticism. <laughs> like, he's got grip. I don't remember Chris Cooper though. I don't remember seeing him as a villain in most like most movies I've seen him in. I don't um, remember him being a villain. He has been in Let's several. Uh, he's the villain in Me, Myself, and Irene. Oh shit! With Jim he is. Carrey. Um, there's been a couple where he comes out the bad guy. Like nine, he's I, Chris Cooper's been in a lot of shit. If you ever want to watch a really good Chris Cooper movie, it also happens to be a Nicolas Cage movie adaptation. You've never yeah. seen it. It's where he plays the twins. Yeah. Which. Have you guys seen that movie? Yes. The scene where he gets jettisoned out of the fucking car out of nowhere. <laughs> Dude, I remember watching that. It was like one in the morning after I got home from Blockbuster or after I got home from work. And I was like, oh, he's really good. And then it's like, oh, man. Oh, oh, he just, mm -hmm. he's dead. He just got shot out of the fucking car. What the fuck happened? Yeah. Like, it was like, oh, my yeah, God. No, it, I just it, shot out of the no, 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 no. It was a what the fuck moment for sure. Yeah, yeah no. Uh, Chris Cooper's an awesome actor. He was also into The Patriot. Which we, we covered. Uh, yeah, yeah. He was the guy that recru ago. that uh, recruits the son. Yeah. And he was his buddy that oh, yeah. basically promotes uh, Ben to high rank immediately back to his active status. Mm -hmm. so we've got that guy. And then there's a bunch of other people that... Um, I don't remember his Sopranos. name. Yes. Uh, the, so the the sister. The sister, Ida. Yeah, um, Ida also the dude who is the, like the other controller that really doesn't have any lines... His mm -hmm. face, I recognize. I don't remember what else I've seen him in. I know it's been a lot of stuff. But he's the one that's like, um, he doesn't have many lines. He talks to Robert Blake at one point. He's when when the, he's telling him to rant, let the other train get rammed. He's like, they don't yeah. have, a, they're gonna die. That guy is familiar too. Yeah, 
Um, the, one of the gamblers. That guy Vince, also Vincent never Astro. ages. I feel. Who was one Which of the gamblers? One? Uh, Vince Vincent Pastor. Pastor, I think. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, one of the guy playing cards. That's put. Um, is that pussy or no? It's that, big, no, it's not that's pussy, not big no. pussy. That's, oh, oh yeah, he is. Yeah, he was. Is, he was he, big pussy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, I gotta watch the Sopranos again now. But what were you saying, uh, Giovanni? About uh, he doesn't. The the actor Matt was talking about the one the in the control room. Who oh was, yeah, yeah. Um, he that guy never ages. He looks no, he's always looked pretty good. Is it so? Yeah. It, did he already like just? Did he just never look great? Or is he just look? Has he aged pretty well? Or is he just he's looked like he's forty five since he was twenty? Yeah, he's like he, he just looks Sudolf. like forty five since Sudolf, he was twenty. You talking about who? The guy is Skip. Yeah. He's been in a bunch of shit too. He kind of looks. He kind of looks like Steve McMichael from uh, I'm looking at his IMDb from the from the Bears. Oh, somewhat. Yeah, he does look like a former looks. coach of a football team. <laughs> For real. Okay, so we we got a, and there's a bunch of other people that you know, but um, so they they were budgeted for 68 million. Ooh, um, how much did it make worldwide? 35.4. That's it. Yeah, yes. horrible. And they were trying to ride the. Yes. Yeah, they were trying to ride the coattails of. Uh, um, uh, Speed, their can't first jump. one, white, white man, man can't, can't jump. jump. Yeah. Um, I would also argue this is definitely a ripoff of Speed's concept. What oh, was that? Is that Speed, before? I think, was like '94, wasn't it? Let me look that up. Hopefully, the window doesn't open. Okay, we open up on the right monitor. '94. <laughs> <laughs> 94. Oh, by the way, Giovanni, you're a car guy, right? I like cars. I don't drive them much. You watch the Grand <laughs> You watch the Grand Tour? Yes. New episode just dropped. Oh. Surprise. Oh, I had no fucking wow. idea. Yeah, and I'm going to watch it this week. I'm like, I can't I can't wait actually. I my loins are tickling. Um so, that was a weird quick. segue to silence. On another show. Um, basically, what this movie's about is um, that these two guys are, are uh, uh, Wesley Snipes and, and Woody Harrelson. They're foster brothers, and they're they're kind of like transit authority cops. They're they're police officers. They're, they're but NYPD, but they're but they're, they're, like they're, in, they're in the transit area. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that confused me a bit. I was like, wait, yeah. who's who's in charge of them? Is but it you the know, guy? Like, unfortunately, these are the cops that like other cops. Like those aren't real cops. They're cops. Right. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Right. They still they still have a gun. They still get to do everything. So basically, what 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 their whole spiel is is uh wesley snipes is the good brother he was the one that you know the not runs by the book yeah he's not the fuck up and woody harrelson was always like a gambler he was always doing shit and wesley snipes had to clean up his mess everything you know all the time i and will then, say a concept also explored in four brothers yeah yeah, with, that uh, yeah there was always the, the youngest was always the one that was kind of the fuck up but they all had their own issues but I, that's a movie we should review it's a good movie. Yeah, I like that movie quite a bit. We should do a John Singleton day which is, <laughs> with that and like training day. Oh, yeah. training day. I'm surgical with this bitch. I always, <laughs> so am I the only one that preferred the edited version of the like King when he like when you hear the trailer when that movie was coming out and it was like King Kong ain't got nothing and you hear that and they played the, the trailer came out for like three months or whatever before the movie did. So you heard that and then it got to the movie and he, he's ain't got shit on me. For me as a kid, I was like, kind of like when he says nothing. Because like we were so used to it. I just it, like the yeah. way it sounded better. That's what I was, you know, in my brain was programmed. And 
I have I always like things like that in movies where it was an unedited, but in that case, I was kind of like, I always did miss my like. I'm almost I'm the guy from Running Scared. I want my eight millimeter. <laughs> I want my edited version of that line back. <laughs> All right, so uh, you got these two brothers that uh, Woody Harrelson is kind of like in trouble and shit with gambling, and he always comes up with this scheme where he wants to do something, and they end up coming up with this idea to. Well, he, he comes up with this idea where he says, one day, hypothetically, we could rob the train. And well, then the money from train. there, he starts, like, literally planning right. in his head every, like, every, there's a few scenes where it's like, that's where we'd go, they, yep, uh-huh, and it's like, oh, okay. You then, yeah, Wesley Snipes just kept yeah. telling him, like, that's not going to work. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> we ain't going to do it. So, basically, what, what the money train is, is, is every, I, I guess it's like every week or every month or whatever, it's the, it's the train that goes by and collects all the stops. They didn't make that very money. clear though. They did yeah. But it was but either, it is, I thought it was, it would be monthly. It is all the transit money though. Yeah. And I think on the holidays, it was supposed to be more or something that they were, yeah, they were so, pulling like extra yeah, so they end up, Yeah. So they end up, they end up pulling in like, like a couple more millions or whatever. But uh, yeah, so the, the idea gets in his head about that they, they, they could rob the train and then, uh, all of a sudden, they meet their new partner J Lo, uh, Jenny from the Bronx, and and the fun starts from there. So um, and he, go ahead. with J Lo's character, isn't it funny how a spoiler um, near the end of the movie? Spoiler to a like, 1995 movie. Yeah, she's like, "Your brother's in trouble. You need to go help him." And he's like, "Okay." And then she knows she clearly knows they're on the train because of the, the whole police thing. She's like, Oh, it's them. And by the end of the movie, she's like, It's cool. Like, what the what the fuck? You just no, met these people. It wasn't even like, it's cool. She was rooting for them to remember when it's like it's busted through the barrier on the radio. And she's like, Oh hey, he he he. She's driving really <laughs> yeah, fast. She was rooting for them to get away. Because in, in her in her mind, she thought that they were actually getting away and he was convincing his brother to but, drop it off. By the way, you don't have a job, right? And spoiler <laughs> for this is going to the very end. You don't have a job. Your brother just successfully stole $450,000 and he's going, let's go to the island, man. You and me, you're going to be like, no, no. No, fuck that. I'd be like, you know what, buddy? Let's go. It's cold. Let's get a cab back to the our, your apartment. We'll gather the box full of shit that actually matters you own. Then we'll go to my nice place and, and we'll list it. And then we'll get the fuck out of here. Like, I'm sorry, but... And like you, and in here you do have to feel bad for Woody Harrelson, even though everything is self-inflicted. Like he is a fuck up. Yeah, he is. And he's too dorky for J Lo. So it's like yeah. it's not Wesley Snipes' fault that she wants the dark chocolate instead of this pale-faced <laughs> motherfucker. I'm just saying Wesley Snipes in this movie is shredded lettuce, right? He's ripped ripped to the T. He's cooler. He's not so dorky. He's got his shit together, i.e., a nice apartment. Like, he's got stable work, and once again, she can sense a fuck-up, so it's like, you're just going to be a, fr- a friend, and what does he do? Throughout the entire movie, he proves that he is the fuck-up. Yeah. He does. Although, when he, it's funny that when he tries to do the right thing, a fucking grandmother rips him off. I, I couldn't Yeah, yeah when he's, yeah. Like, he's on his way to rectify shit, and he gets yeah, fucking dipped, as they said in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> he got dipped. But, oh but that's, that's the thing that I like about this, is like, he he's the brother that's, that's always fucking up, but he is fucking up for a reason. He he because he feels in his eyes he's always gotten the shit under the stick no matter what. So in his eyes he starting he, he's from like, the foster home they were in. Yeah, like, were, like he was always the favorite. Right. Or Snipes was always the favorite. But so I he, also he, felt like from from that perspective, 
I felt like he was okay with being the fuck up because he mm-hmm. loves his brother. It, and it was he it was almost succeed. It was almost like he knew that the understanding was he's a fuck up. Therefore, it enabled him to fuck up. Like, yeah. well, I'm the fuck up, so I might as well whatever. It's just me. I'm the gambler. I'm the. the it's that sort of mentality mm-hmm. of like pity on me, and then you just continue to do stupid shit. Mm-hmm. But that that one scene where he where he tells his brother, he's like, he's like, can't you just give it to me for once? And and he's like, and he's like, all right, you really want this? And he does it, and you like, you see that that he's he's Wesley Snipes is a good brother to him. Oh, he's an incredible brother to him. And, mm-hmm. But I mean, he but gives like, he gives him fifteen thousand dollars straight up, oh, oh, hard, not, hard not just, straight up, not just fifteen thousand. It's three hundred dollars the beginning. Well, he saves yeah. his life, and then and then he's at the point where he's like, I'm done with this motherfucker. He's a toxic person. Then he finds out he's in serious trouble, and his life's been threatened, so he goes and fucking kicks the shit out of that entire chapter of the local thugs. <laughs> like, And then you never hear from them again in the movie. They're yeah. done. He's, yeah. he's just They're done. done. He went and he beat the shit out of everybody. They're like, you know what? 15 grand's not that bad to lose. It was only cards anyways. Um... Yeah, he's he's the like he is he's the reason J Lo goes to him is because of who he he's badass. He's mm-hmm. his brother's keeper, and and that's the whole thing is J Lo looks at him like a man, and the other one like a little brother. I will give her credit though that she understands the bond between them enough to when he's like, "Nah, fuck that guy." She's like, "Nah, you're not gonna, you can't yeah. just do that to him." Like she under yeah. like. She's it's, her character's not bad in this at all. Like besides right. that, I'm as tough as you, which I like when they're doing the little boxing. She calls him a fuck up and he sticks her, and he's like, "Oh yeah, sorry." Um, I, I appreciate that. Where like you like the whole time. I mean, Wesley Snipes literally took out a room full of fucking mobsters, right? So like, J Lo's not gonna defeat him. I don't care how tough she is. Like, get over that fact. It, it's fucking fact. So I like the fact that they show that and they. I mean, why wouldn't you fall for Snipes over Harrelson in this one? For one thing, Woody Harrelson with hair just looks weird. Oh, Jesus. Lewis has said yeah, this numerous so times. Strange. He doesn't like it, well, and that's why he's not here, because he's too scared to watch this movie. The, and the, what I think that he has at such a young age is just weird. Well, not only that, yeah, like, that if receded... you watch the movie, and you watch his hairstyle throughout the movie, it's like they couldn't figure out what to do with it at some point. Yeah, so and they, they just like, stuffed it in where they could. So to they like put, make it, it they put res- in that hat that he's wearing behind you. Well, well yeah. be- because of how receded his hairline is, it's like a mullet. Like because yeah, when it, as it as it gets longer, it's like Woody Harrelson's version of a mullet out of just how his hair grows. It just looks weird. Like I think if you're gonna have him with hair, it should be um the Butch style from um what's that psycho movie he's in? Uh, Natural Born Killers. Natural Born Killers. Because yeah, he, I was gonna he say had he has hair. that fucking movie. Don't you want the Ronald McDonald? <laughs> I know <laughs> you don't like. I, I like that movie. I like that movie a lot. I haven't seen it. I I've seen. All the cuts they have, and I prefer the ultra like whatever director's cut because it's the one where they uh, at the end of it they got Tommy Lee Jones's head on a on a spick, stick. Yeah. Mm. Um. The the one that they released for like that you could buy on VHS at first was the cut version where it didn't have that in there and other some other stuff was out of it too. Those someday I might up. try to watch it, but fucking I still have bad memories of. Why don't you like that movie again? I. Do I have to say it? <laughs> I don't remember. I know you told um, me. My, my cousin uh, got in some trouble back in Michigan. He he ended up living with us for a couple months, and his fucking roommate came with him. And he was supposed to go back to Michigan, but he stayed with us. And every fucking morning, he would watch fucking... They, they all stayed in my room. So he would watch fucking Natural Born Killers 
and I'm sleeping and he's like standing over me. Just it's a weird movie. It's me. a weird movie to watch over and over on its own. But I mean, at this point, get a knife and stab the fucker to death because he ain't right. <laughs> I believe. Right. Now, when you I said mean, Ronald McDonald, I, did I did I call him that? Because no, no, Joe, like, no, Joe, no, Giovanni <laughs> mentioned his Venom from the first Venom oh. uh, introduction trailer, yeah. where he's like, "There's gonna be some carnage," and he's got the fucking Ronald McDonald had a bad day haircut. Oh, uh, well, no. <laughs> so bad this, it really did this guy dude. this guy did look like a, a cross between ronald mcdonald and uh moonface from uh, uh, nightbreed i don't know if you guys remember that but i do remember he, nightbreed somewhat you know the moon the moonface guy that had the long head and shit yeah like, and, and he looked like a fucking you moon say face. moonface though like. and i thought of dick tracy again for the like, second time <laughs> in a few days um we about ready to give this thing some hot dogs Let's yeah. do it. I'll go first. Uh, I really like this movie. I hadn't seen it in a long time, uh, so I wasn't entirely sure how I was going to feel about it. It is an awesome movie. You could tell it's got a decent budget. The acting is, I mean, those guys are good. I mean, it is what it is. There's not a, you know, it's a well acted. Um, I, I'm going to give, I really like, I'm going to give this an easy four. It, it probably should be a little bit higher, but I don't want to go too, too crazy on the scale. I'll go next. Um, I picked this movie. I, I've been, I, just wanted to see a buddy cop movie and and i and i remember woody harrelson and, and wesley snipes i kept seeing that they were in this movie and i was like all right i want to check it out um i really like it it is a four for me um th- th- there's all, all the all the acting like you said is really good one thing i did have a problem with is back then they didn't have uh the the, the discipline in in training so like everybody's finger was in the fucking trigger of the guns if you see when they're running around every single person had their fucking finger in there Especially the scene when they're at, when they're being mugged by the fucking well, see, the, the I, street guys, I, I don't and know. they pull the gun on each other. I don't know if it if that was a lack of training though. I think because Brandon Lee died when, mm, like that's, that's gonna to me determine whether it was a lack of training or by design. Because mm. this came out ninety five. I think he died ninety four filming Crow. Yeah, ninety four. Which you would imagine would have made every movie with guns so much more secure so maybe the fact was though they were using fake ass guns in this movie maybe they weren't you maybe mm-hmm. because brandon lee had passed at that because of the shooting they were using fake guns to the point of it did, it was all rubber it didn't fucking matter or something there was, was probably a period of time where yeah it was just well, that's what they're talking about movies. doing now there's a lot of sets that are saying CGI they're no longer using everything. live weapons so i don't think cgi is i think it's gonna look like shit i mean there's ways to emulate gun i mean you can get you can get fucking CO two powered, um, plastic pellet guns, and paint them up that that already look realistic enough. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I mean, they got sniper rifles of these things that shoot at like fifteen hundred feet a second. That's well, incredible. Uh, when I when I was driving, and I, I would always pick up this one guy that lived uh, two blocks away from me. He was a video game designer. All they did was buy fucking plastic guns, and they would fucking sit there and and spray paint the shit out of them customize them to make them look real and then they would use those as their fucking mock-ups for the the video games yeah and they would do they would do their captures from that yeah and that's the thing is like there's i i, I don't think cgi guns are the way to go no, um, i mean especially so when you look at like cgi blood and how shitty that still looks like mm-hmm. they, they've gotten better but cgi blood still looks terrible so um Alex, have you you have not given your hot dogs yet yeah i did I oh, you four. Did four. Yeah, four. okay i'll go um, oh, yeah. i, I, four I did stars, like this I movie um, great buddy cop movie. Woody and Wesley have great chemistry. 
you can tell they really do it's almost you kind of wish you would have seen them in a lot more stuff like i'd like to yes. see a movie with the two of them in it now like kind of reprising that same sort of brotherly relationship like fuck give me a give me another movie like a buddy cop movie with the two of them at this age or you know where they're on the way out their retirement age and you know something mm-hmm. yeah this is a really good weapon type deal i'd be okay with that that's true i'd also be okay with if like it would like the perfect opportunity would have been true detective when woody harrelson was in it mm -hmm. it would have been been harrelson snipes that'd have been cool that would have been awesome um that's not to stop you from giving your shit uh but woody harrelson is still in pretty decent shape he keep no, and, he's always and, kept himself in amazing shape. And Wesley Snipe is Wesley Snipe is in, in, in always in amazing shape. Yeah. I mean he well he had a lot of time to push up He had a few years of time on his hands. <laughs> so I I think the two of them could still do like a good a good fucking movie. And they're both still know. great actors. Like I and the, yeah, one yeah. of the most disappointing parts of Blade is not casting him because like you could use the first three first two as the base, right? And then Blade Why age, not three? Blade age <laughs> Blade Age is like a human, right? So from nineteen ninety-eight until now, he would look sense. older, right? But he's kept in good shape. Like, why wouldn't you have continued that fucking storyline? Like I don't I don't get it. The Marvel comic unit like fuck Marshall Ali. Like nothing against him. But why? Marshall uh... He, do, he doesn't have the body, I feel, built for he's really skinny. I will say, character. he's amazing in the Green Book. Amazing. Oh, okay, yeah. Amazing. He's not Blade. Don't give a fuck. <laughs> I would have much... And, and people are going to say, oh, you... Blah, blah, blah. The, the fucking... What's his... I can't remember his name. Spawn. Um, Michael J. White. Mm. Uh, he's at the age range for Blade now. He's in his fucking 40s, almost 50s, I think. Like, I'm not saying go, like, fucking... Atypical and, and cast Michael B. Michael Jordan. Michael B. Jordan is that his middle name? B. Yeah, he yep. he wouldn't be a good one though because he he's too young. I still he's think. Too young. I still think if Anthony Mackie wasn't uh, what's his face already, he'd been an all right play. Okay, I like Anthony oh, for, Mackie. Uh, I think he's a pretty great actor. The new the new Captain America. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He is the new Captain America, isn't he? No. I mean, oh, you're so right. He's the right touch. age. Spoiler alert. Right body build. <laughs> I, I haven't been, I yeah. haven't watched the Wanda show. I haven't watched. An, I haven't watched an episode of Hawkeye. The, the, I get, I'm. Um, it sounds like I fucking have to because fucking Vincent D'Onofrio's in it as Kingpin. He was I'm the watching, greatest um, Kingpin. Nothing against Michael was. Clark Duncan. God rest his soul. God he bless. Was, uh, I'm gonna watch Spider Man tomorrow, and that's gonna be the first Marvel Dude, movie. I'm not even. I'm not even. In a long I'm time. not even fucking joking. The moment one of those other Peter cocksucking Parkers pops out, you fucking text me. I want a confirmation. <laughs> I text I'm you. Dead fucking. You've got the theater rented out to yourself. Nobody's gonna bitch. You pull out the flip phone and you fucking say it is confirmed. These motherfuckers are in this movie. That's all I want to know. I'll wait patiently for whenever it hits Disney, and maybe I'll pay thirty bucks to rent it. I don't know. Maybe. If if the, all three of them are in it, I'll fucking definitely consider it. But I need that confirmation. <laughs> you don't have to do it while you're watching the movie. Enjoy. But when you get out, as you're refilling your popcorn right before you go to your car, because everybody does that, if you get the large, just shoot me a text. Be like, you know what? They're all in it. I just want to know. I haven't looked up spoilers. I probably could just Google it. I suppose. I haven't. I haven't looked up spoilers. I mean, before. how can they not be? It would make no fucking. At this sense. point, how you like? How would you have interdimensional villains and not interdimensional spideys? It makes no fucking yeah. sense not to have that. They have to be in there. Even if it's just like, okay, they're here for a few minutes. 
<laughs> Although I did read a rumor, and I'm not going to say it because I don't. Yes, please don't spoil. <laughs> Take off my head. It was one little thing where it's like it's the, if they're if they're in it. One of the rumors of how they're brought into it, which is okay. from what I've read, a little atypical to what like we were thinking. They just jump through a portal. It's a, from what I if they're in it, it's more intricate than just like they come through a portal. Okay, it would have to be though, especially with everything going I, on. Now, with this said though, are they going to make a Sinister Six movie? They've got them all here. Are they going to lock them in the same dimension in the same prison? And then all of a sudden, next thing you know, Sinister Six is a movie that's, that's being greenlit? That's what and, happened in the DC universe. And the 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 um the actors who played the original Green Goblin and, and Doc Ock, they, they're the, the totally ready Defoe to is pretty top notch too. I will say yeah. Defoe keeps himself in good shape, but the de-aging on him from the trailer is pretty like, oh, okay, looks all right. Looks good. Now, looks I mean, good. but that's the other thing. Is Harry Osborn in it? I mean, I think it was already somewhat confirmed by the the one Green Goblin that the one from Amazing Spider-Man's in it. Yeah, because they can't use the other one because he's a, a isn't he? A, wasn't he a Me Tooed? Yep. Yeah, he was Me Tooed. Franco, yeah. Yeah, they won't bring him in. By the way, we should just have a segment at this point on this show. Why are we surprised? Pieces of shit are pieces of shit. Who in Hollywood didn't know Franco was a womanizing fucking whore? Yeah, that's, like, and, that's, and if yeah. you already have that, right? He's already egotistical. We know he's a fucking egomaniac, right? So why would anybody be surprised that this egomaniac, who is a fucking womanizer, wouldn't use his egomaniacal power in Hollywood to put women in that situation? Yeah. Like, especially since Weinstein. How are we not, like, how are we surprised? Like, they all know. They all fucking know. Let's be real. This isn't a secret to it. Everybody knew Weinstein was doing fucking weird shit, especially the actresses who engaged in it and then were fucking stars. Like, let's be real. They all fucking which, knew. Which is weird because uh, I believe uh, Snowpiercer that we just talked about is a Weinstein, Weinstein movie. Yep. You know what? I'm pissed movie. off because... And it's funny that you watched it because if you played it on Netflix, it tells you in the corner, January, January 1st, 1st gone. it's out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the, I'm pissed off. The biggest the biggest issue with this whole Miramax licensing thing is dogma. I can't yeah. get fucking dogma because this guy was a piece of shit. Are you kidding That's me? A good movie. Like why too. hasn't Kevin Wrights? He's got or Kevin Smith. He's got fucking money. Buy the fucking rights. Distribute it yourself. I'll buy it from your website for ten dollars. Like Great enough. Movie. Put your fucking money where your mouth is. You little worm. You know, oh, they've got the rights. It's out of my. Is it because you've got enough money to fucking? How much is the dogma rights going to cost from the fucking fucked up Miramax Corporation, which is being dissolved to nothing since Weinstein? Mm-hmm. Really, you can't buy the licensing. Really, fuck off. I imagine they'll take any amount at this point for it too. I mean, literally, yeah. offer them a fucking million dollars. You know how much you would make from the sales if the movie hasn't been available since it came out on DVD when it first fucking came out. Not even can't, on Blu-ray, right? Can't get it. There mm-hmm. is no Blu-ray being made. There's never been a Blu-ray made. DVDs are going for hundreds of dollars because they don't. They're not in print anymore. Not available digitally at all. There's no YouTube versions of the fucking thing. Like, it's a cash cow that nobody's all because of it's Miramax. It's like this is fucking it's stupid. Got a great performance from Alan Rickman from fucking mm-hmm. Ben Affleck. One of his fucking... best performances. Matt, oh, Damon Matt Damon being the, the one of the archangels ripping people yeah. to pieces. God being Alanis Morissette. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the whole scene at the end when she blows the head off of him with her fucking god power is just... <laughs> it's amazing. Like, that whole movie, it's sharply... It's one of his best written movies ever. Buddy Jesus? Mm-hmm. And you can't Buddy fucking... Buddy Christ? Yeah, Buddy Christ? And you can't fucking watch it. <laughs> Unless you got an old DVD or VHS if you happen to buy it when it came out. It's like... What I the fuck? Yeah, I know I have a VHS my, of it for it's sure. It's in my Disney vault in the basement. Yeah, that's, that's I don't know. All right, we've all given scores. Do you want to do anything to wrap Giovanni up? Giovanni hasn't finished. No, Giovanni Sorry. hasn't finished. A solid four hot dogs. <laughs> a little bit of a weird tangent. Um, <laughs> we'll be right back with our final piece de la resistance. End of Days starring Arnold Strong. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Jericho Kane, Jericho. world's fakest name, but almost... One of the coolest. All right. And we're back. We're doing, finally, we're reviewing this fucking movie. End of Days. And it's not Halloween. It's not. Well, it's a New Year's Eve movie. They even reference Y2K several times. Several. Several. It's a theme. (laughs) Like, basically, they reference Y2K as much as movies being made now are going to reference COVID. Yeah. Yep. You know, that sort of thing. It was that big. Um, before we go into what it is, quick cast, Schwarzenegger, of course. You've got Robin Tooney as Christine. Giovanni and I were talking, basically, Christine's, like, just fucking stupid in this movie. She's just a dumb fucking... She she's like a modern-day stupid, immature millennial that, yes. like, has just never had to fend for themselves, and then all of a sudden... She, she was sheltered. Very much, yeah, by reason. the Satanists. For a reason, yeah. She was yeah. sheltered for a reason. She played the yeah, role so maybe very that, well. Yeah, maybe that's the whole thing. She just, yeah, she just sold. Okay. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't by her design. It wasn't because she was just fucking But stupid. I mean, I'll she was still to able to go out in the world. She Was, was still she, able though? Because to... she's like literally on a subway and the dude's like, he's going to fuck you, Christine. He's going to fuck you, Christine. Mm-hmm. And, I, and then but he turns into shattered glass. <laughs> like, what the fuck shit? I now, want he those was pretty fucking creepy, dude. Yes, he, he was. He was creepy. He was, yeah. And that wasn't the first time he saw him. He was seen before. Yeah. In the, he was the, on the street and like the, as the bum. I'm just saying, if I'm on the subway and that dude comes up to me and he's like, he's gonna fuck you, Matt. He's getting punched dead in the fucking mouth. And if he doesn't go down, he's getting fucking stomped. I'm not and then, with and his then, weird prodigy haircut and shit. I'm not fucking doing it. But but the funny thing is, everybody else that's seeing you, you're fucking swinging at air. Yeah, it's just like, wait, me, bitch. He's not there. He's not there. Fuck, nobody's fucking me. Uh... Gabriel Byrne. Like, who is he? Are you he? I'm accidentally like backfisting fucking old women in the face. Yeah, like, are you oh, he? You him? He's not fucking he? me. You're not fucking me. Just losing my, the cops come. Oh, you want to fuck me, don't you? Um, Gabriel Byrne as Satan, which is such a good, he's so awesome yes. as Satan in this movie. But he, but in IMDb, he is known as the man. So in, in Wiki, it shows Satan slash the banker. By the way, the scene See, so, when he when he first takes over his body, no. it's all goofy in the bathroom because it's Gabriel yeah. Byrne with ch- cheesy CG. And then he yeah. comes out and molests the chick, and then she fucking blows up the yeah. whole restaurant. Yeah, <laughs> what was, the fuck? He was, he was about theatrics, though. That you know, I do appreciate the Rob Zombie in there when he's walking on all the fucking manholes with the pentagrams and the bathomets, and it's like super beast. Also, <laughs> I you know I I love this movie. And I know we're still going over the cast, but scenes like the skateboarder who actually is credited as Johnny Bogris is his name in Wiki, where he bumps into him and he's like, kid, and nice shirt. Nice shirt. Yeah, and he, nice he just whispers that, hey, kid. The, the thing about that they don't really, they don't elaborate on is it's not because he's the devil that the kid's able to hear him. 
It's because the kid's already one of his souls. Mm-hmm. That's the thing is he's already fallen to the darkness and is now owned by Satan. So when he says, hey, kid, he's talking to a follower. And that's how he's able to... That's the weird thing that they... do. There's a couple of those parts in this movie um, that they don't elaborate a ton on, but it is kind of neat. It's also, you know, you're really loosely playing with religious concepts. Uh, but. So also, if you're, paying, if you're paying attention... Um, that very much comes through when he's dealing with Arnold in his apartment. Because Arnold's character isn't as influenced (laughs) by him. One of the greatest lines in any Arnold movie is in his house when he's just like, you think you're a fucking, you think you're bad. And he starts it off just, you think you're bad, huh? And then eventually, you're bad? You're a fucking choir boy come back to me. A choir boy. And he's literally just like, Oh, here we go. And then he runs him through his family's murder, and the whole time, yeah. this doesn't have to happen. I can change yep. all this. He took them from you. That wasn't me. That concept, too, of the he, he's always, that was him, not my work. Mm-hmm. A very cool take on the concept of, like, the, the, the Satan's just like, no, 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 no. I give. He takes. I give you your family mm-hmm. back. He took them. I can give them back to you. Like, and Is- then... Offers him his hand to rule yeah. the world. Like, join yeah. me. Like, it was, uh, can you imagine? But his, he, uh, he was the fucking, he was fucking, uh, what's his name from uh, Star Wars? Come, you know, sit next to me. Yeah, he, he was, was the emperor, emperor type. He yeah. was the emperor. Very much. In, in very many, in, in a lot of movies where the devil is played as walking the earth or, or um, amongst man, the conversation that, Gabriel's character has with Arnold about the Bible and about the concept mm-hmm. of God versus him and how he's not really the bad guy. No, he paints it basically like that's that's him. All that yeah. stuff that that's him, not me. Yeah. I give. I, it, I'm a nice guy. Yeah, but it's it's very accurate to his character. Most yeah, most people As playing Lucifer. In, yeah, yeah. Most most he's people playing Lucifer in other movies don't have this this concept. Of like this is the reality. This it's, is, it's, this he's is the devil, but he's also there's cunning and there's charm and there's mm-hmm. wit and there's intelligence. He's got and, the forked tongue. He's got that. that yeah, that, that, that just, like that's, Gabriel Burns, to his you. credit, plays this fucking role to a T. Just that sort of like that that bravado that comes along with being the 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 fallen angel. Mm-hmm. Ugly yeah. motherfucker, but he's taking the, the the wife and the daughter, the, the <laughs> and then and turns him into one, and turns him into one. Fucking Udo Kier's family. <laughs> By the way, Udo Kier is such a weird role, like choice for this movie. Like, this is like his besides Blade, probably one of his highest profile movies. How many? How many of you were were waiting for CCH Ponder's arm to fucking blow off? Dude, fuck CCH Ponder. <laughs> I like the fact that like, and that's the other thing is like, Satan just walks around and like brings people back. Yeah. He's just like, no, I need you. Come on up. You're back. With Kevin Pollack. Yeah. You know, like, he literally pisses oil or gasoline or whatever it is. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, that's really all of the notables we talked about. I mean, you got Kevin Pollack is his buddy, Bobby Chicago. What a terrible fucking name. Yeah. Um, Rod Steiger's father, Kovac. He did a good job. He's a good actor in it. CCH Pounder. Uh, Udo Cure, who you know him from a lot of B-movies. Uh, he was the one of the... One of the um, Purebred vampires in Blade. He's been in a bunch of different shit, though, to be he, honest. He was the priest in the chair, right? Or no? 
No, Udo Kier oh, no, was, no, was, was, was Mark no, Margulis. Udo Kier was the main doctor, main main Satanist guy, the one, yeah. the the husband to the he white was the, daughter. He was the okay, yeah, he was the bad guy. Okay, he's the one in Blade that they um, ripped the fangs out of and let him burn to death in the sun. Yeah, because he was a purebred. Yeah, and so they 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 light up. Um... So I will say this for the first time ever, I think I would have preferred this casting. Liv Tyler was uh, once in contention for the role of Christine. Okay. Which I, I think, think she would have done better. Tyler would have been better. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah, I do. I, yeah. I I didn't like Christine at all, to be honest with you. I don't like her the her acting, and it was just I don't know. And I think Liv Tyler, Liv Tyler would have played that kind of dopiness a little bit better too. I think it was it was the actress. I felt yeah, she was just off for the role. It was really weird. Was this right after she was in the craft, and that's why they picked her? She's in the craft. Yeah. Oh, she is in the crowd. So I just yeah. read an alternate ending. No, that she I was. An, she was an Empire record. Bro, ten-year-old Matt would have been so much happier with this ending. Jericho dies. Christine tearfully embraces his body and thanks him for saving her life. Suddenly, God removes the sword from Jericho's body and heals his wounds, bringing him back to life. Christine is surprised and glad Jericho is back. They embrace before leaving the church together. That would have been a better role. At, yeah. As an adult, I'm like, I don't know. That's a cheesy wrap-up ending. Like. Oh. But yeah. as a kid, I'm mean, like Schwarzenegger doesn't die. Give me that one. So yeah, this 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 is off the heels of uh, Empire Records, and then the craft, and then she was she went straight into End of Days. So th- this is like a two year difference. But to to her, I don't know. She was better in the craft. Clearly, I you know the, the craft. craft is, I love that movie. That's I a haven't good movie. seen that movie in years, and don't remember liking it. To be honest with you, I, I do like that movie. Um, in this so, movie, though, she's just so ditz. She's too ditzy. I, I do want to point you know out the. You, uh, oh, oh, sorry, go on. Sorry, keep cutting you up. What word? No, I can't say that word. Never mind. <laughs> the Uh-oh. R word. You know how you go? You go. You play the R Uh-oh. word. Yeah. You don't want to go to R word. Yeah. You don't want. You don't want to go full. <laughs> you don't want to. Uh, you don't want to be Ben. Uh, what's up, Ben Stiller? Lewis says that word all the time. He's got no shame. <laughs> um, yeah. You don't want to go the Ben Stiller route. Uh, so the budget was a hundred million, and it made two hundred and twenty. But that was two hundred and twelve worldwide, and a lot of that came off of uh, DVD sales as well. It only grossed sixty-seven million in the United States. Yeah. So it didn't. What was it? What wasn't was the budget again? Didn't a uh, hundred million? hundred million. Okay. It, I mean, that's also with Schwarzenegger's twenty-five million off the top, plus his fucking money he took off of every other movie after that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the director Peter Hyams. What I don't know what else he's directed. To be honest with you, uh, the uh, so he directed. No shit. Okay, okay. He directed Running Scared with Billy Crystal and Gregory Hines. Oh, he directed nice. Time Cop. Okay. He, he directed Sudden Death. Ooh, okay. He directed the the Relic, and End of Days. I don't remember the Relic. I don't remember it either, but I remember the movie itself. I don't remember how it was, though, to be honest. The with Musketeer? Did, oh, did really, did he? The Musketeers. Yeah. If it's the one I'm thinking, it's really good. I love that movie. This one... Uh... So, yeah, End of right. Days was his highest grossing film to date. You know they made a like quasi-reboot remake of uh, Sudden Death? It's got Michael J. White. It's a B-movie, and it's called like Welcome to Sudden Death or some shit. Is it Michael Jai White like or is it Michael Jai White? Jai Jai, I don't really give a fuck. Well, whatever the fuck I want. All right, so this is the this is the the, the Musketeer. This is the reboot thing okay. or whatever with Mina Survivor. So you know, never mind. This is a shitty one. No shit. So 
He contributed cinematography to his son's effort. His son directed Universal Soldier Regeneration. And uh, the th- it's the third... It's the one Universal Soldier movie sequel, the third one that came out with Jean-Claude Van Damme and... Um, what's his face back in it? Dolph Lundgren? Yeah, and the fight choreography is actually really good in that fucking movie. Is that the one with uh, Randy Couture? It wasn't even one no, of them? No, 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 Andre Olofsky. Uh, Andre Olofsky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Somebody from UFC. Yeah, yeah, no, they, he, yeah, it's actually, he directed Beyond a Reasonable Doubt, uh, A Sound of Thunder, which I think is a documentary. Um, yeah, so... Uh, this movie is, it's a New Year's Eve movie, literally, it's its basically, Christmas trees and everything are still up, but it was the Y2K paranoia, so on the radio it's being mentioned, you know, you know uh, you're going to destroy every computer in existence, <laughs> you know, the radio DJ. Um, the, the, the radio DJ kind of reminded me of like a Groundhog Day. Well, well, I mean, so this movie, it did, it was nominated for Razzies. I love this movie. I think there's so many badass scenes in this fucking movie. Oh, yeah. It, it starts off with them chasing a priest who has cut his own tongue out, who's basically, you know, saying what's coming, the end of days are coming. Um, some really brutal... Tongue, yeah. Some, yeah, with some really brutal scenes in this movie. Dude, the um, scene where he gets his ass whooped and then yeah, instead of they killing him, they crucify him. Crucify him. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. Like, oh, just when he's hanging outside the fucking window and his hands go through the fucking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> My hands. They're bleeding. Um, he does pull himself up and then just wraps it in like a sheet he <laughs> yeah. tore off, too. It's like, you don't have a fucking little med kit. Um, but he's told, and this is Schwarzenegger, like, close to, like, he's in his late 40s. Close to his 50s, but he's still... This was his last, in my opinion, last good movie in the theater. Last big budget? What I mean, came the, after I, this? What I was like the next movie The Sixth him? Day, which I like that movie, but it's a cheeseball B movie. Um, And there was uh, the one, uh, Collateral Damage, which was supposed to be out around 9-11, but because of it got pushed back okay. to like 03 or 02... Um, he didn't really, I mean, he didn't really do much after that because he went into the governor, yeah. governor, uh, governor race and all that and he stopped doing it. So he became, he became the governor. Yeah. This really is his last big budget Schwarzenegger cool movie. And it's arguably one of, one of his only horror action movies. Cause there's oh, tons of true, yeah. when, when the, when the woman that watches over her fucking pushes the entire grand piano into him. Oh yeah, she her, got her, did you see her hand? Yeah, she was pretty like strong. it had nails and shit. Yep. Like there, her claws and. There's just so many dude. good fucking scenes in this movie, dude. Like, you know, it goes into the weird kind of religious occult of it, where they show this woman's going through stigmata, and the priest is like, "These are forces you possibly couldn't comprehend," and he's got that cheesy line of like, "When it comes to your god or my nine millimeter, I choose my nine millimeter," <laughs> and it's just like, ugh. Some of those lines nowadays when I'm older are so cheesy. And, but when I was a kid, I was like, yeah, I'll choose my name on me too. Like, you know, it's that sort <laughs> they of thing. You know. They were trying to do, like, Running Man with, like, Stigmata. You, you know, they, they tried to combine, like, you said Six Manos. Well, stuff. his breakfast. Dude, yeah. Oh, the dude. beer, the he, pizza, even the protein. The pizza off the floor. It was the Pepto Bismol that I got mean, me. Like, they do I start the movie with. What got you? They do start yeah. the movie with a gun in his mouth, though. Like it's one of the few yeah. roles where he starts off in a weird spot. Like you don't see many Schwarzenegger movies where he's thinking about suicide. Mm-hmm. Um, but the whole story, if we haven't gone over it enough, is basically his family, due to him being a police officer and testifying against a certain case, they murdered his family, his wife and daughter. Um, he's lonely, constantly considering suicide. The only reason he really exists anymore is because he's on the job. But at this point. 
he's doing he's not doing he's not a cop or he is a cop or is he private they're private, he's security. A, they're private, yeah, security, private security for rich people. So he's not even a cop anymore. He's a drunk. He's an alcoholic. And basically, the, the devil comes to town to, to start the end of days. Uh, this, this girl who has since birth has been marked by, by Satan, essentially, as the one to bear his children. Um, and Schwarzenegger's kind of caught up in the middle of it to where he has actual interactions with Satan and, and he battles him. And, you know, that whole scene where... He, in the in the fucking subway where he shoots him with a grenade launcher and he's just sitting there in like the de- like the decomposing body and he's like you think this will stop me this is nothing but a shell and becomes the the you know I mean there's so many like the train scene at the end where it's fucking Satan's coming through just destroying the entire car like I don't know man the movie's badass I love this fucking movie this is great um and it it was in the vein of um this very much reminded me of constantine not the movie constantine but the concept of constantine you know what i mean it it was a a, uh in constantine it was a failed yeah a failed (laughs) religious man who seriously came back to his roots i'm just Um, in this one it's it was a failed officer who all right i just want to say back to roddy roddy piper is still alive and he's ripped what do you think how do you think he would have been in this role instead of arnold instead of arnold I don't. I don't think he would have did as good because Roddy Piper was a good actor. I like but Piper. I don't. I don't think. I don't think he could have done it. So who could have done this role then, if not Schwarzenegger? Hmm. I've. I've never thought about this until now, and I don't. I mean, who do you throw in the role of Jericho? He doesn't need to be ripped, mind you. He doesn't. Yeah, I feel like he has to be polar opposite. I don't know about polar opposite. I mean, but. I mean, sure. in terms of like body. You could also get, I mean, the problem with, not problem, but the part of this movie that is weird is it's basically Max Payne. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's Max Payne infused with this story of Satan coming to town. So it's like, I would have loved a proper Max Payne movie. If you, I mean, let me direct the fucking thing. I'll give you a movie that's, that's the video game plus. Like, that's the thing is, you know, these, like this story is Max Payne with Satan, which is another reason why I love it. If you don't, you don't have a good Max Payne movie, go watch Jericho Kane talk to Satan. It's as close as it gets. Um, but that's the whole story is family gets wiped out and Satan basically comes to town and he's like, I can give him back. I, I didn't take him. That was him. I'll give him right back to you. You just got to walk with me. And it's that concept of like, would you rather rule, you know, rule a ruined world or would you rather be a slave to a, a perfect society? And that's that whole concept he produces. He gives him is like, you want to rule, you want to kneel to him or you want to be a king with me? I can do that. It's a, it's you know what I love concept. about his character in this movie too, where like either way, God or the devil, he doesn't give a shit. No, he's like, he's, he's like, literally in the middle. Just tra- he, like yesterday morning, he was going to kill gonna himself. Make sure she survives. Yeah, yeah. The, her her, her not getting boring these children basically becomes his fucking only goal in life. Whether and, he believed it or not, whether he believed it or not, he was just going to save her. And the ending does give him probably a, I mean, he gets a happy ending, even though he dies, he yeah. is reunited with his family. Like he's, they went to heaven. He's clearly not going to hell. He just sacrificed himself to stop the end of day. So he's going to be reunited with him. I, I do. I always yeah. found it stupid though. At the end, he's like three seconds away from midnight. Like you literally, the time it took you to jump onto the sword, you could have just sat there. <laughs> and like it would have been over like you didn't have to sacrifice yourself hold brothers <laughs> like literally he could have done like 
you know, like that weird Schwarzenegger. Like, okay, so Schwarzenegger, when he's being taken over by Satan, is the same as Schwarzenegger in Terminator 3 when he's taken over by the robot woman. And he's like, I am a machine. It's the same, like, sort of like... It was also the same of when when he was when he was coming out of the uh, the the the, the what's it called Total Recall. You blew my cover. You blew my cover. No, I haven't when inserted he, when, it yet. When he was when he was the woman when he was coming out. Oh, of yeah, the, and then he was taking the yeah. head off. Yeah, he still got he this going, like. Schwarzenegger has this weird thing of he likes to shake in some movies. I don't like. Or, or when he's exposed to, to uh, Mars's atmosphere. Yeah, any part in Running Man is pretty ludicrous, but still, or uh, Total Recall, but still, is such a good fucking movie. I love that movie. Um, yeah, I don't have a ton more to say. I love this movie. For me, I'm gonna be straight up. It's a five. Maybe it's partly nostalgia. Sure, I'll accept it, but I love this fucking film. Easy five. I'll go uh, next. For me, this is a five, and it's because uh, I do like Arnold action movies, but I also love when movies take the lore when they do it in the lore of the Bible or religion, this one does a very good job from the, the evil aspect, from Lucifer's aspect. He stays very true to his character. Yeah. He's very real about what he wants and the difference between him and God. And you don't see that in a lot of movies where the person playing Lucifer kind of gets a little wacky, a little bit more monstrous. Almost cartoonish sometimes too. Yeah. Where it's like, I'm Satan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. So for me, um, I, I really, I really enjoyed the movie. Um, I do remember seeing a lot of it as, as I was watching it. I was like, okay, I, I do remember this. I don't remember the entire ending, so like, I guess I've never seen it. You know, like the ending until today. I actually watched, finished watching it today. Fuck you, Christine. But, uh, <laughs> but um, it, it's gonna. I, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm going against you guys. It's gonna be a four for me. Um, I, I do like the movie. I really do like it. It's not that I, I fucking didn't like everything about it it's just it's just there was just something about i, I kept seeing jo- detective john kimball as this guy but he he was good he was still good in this role he was he was still the, you know he was still good in, in in the role but i mean this is his like real last big budget to, to theater movie and before this i think it was uh eraser was mm-hmm. it i think he went from eraser to this like so it was like what the fuck schwarzenegger's in a weird horror action movie but yeah, it's definitely a four for me, and I I do like it. So I, I like I said, I'm I'm going against you guys a little bit, but it's it's not it's not because I hated it in any way, but uh, I I I'm straight up. I'm sure my childhood nostalgia is a big part of why, but I just I love this movie. There's it's one of those movies that is made in that '90s era, that '90s vein. Um, a lot like Money Train. I mean, I, I like them both for the same reasons. I think of it's just like there's a certain feel these movies have that a lot of movies don't have anymore like there's a certain cinematography point of view and the way they made these movies that they don't do it anymore you know yeah. you don't see those wide sweeping shots of the city i mean this movie's got footage of the city via helicopter like yep it's just a certain even rooftop fucking you know like yeah, action yeah it's you don't i i can't i mean besides the marvel oh. movies what what explosive action movies are coming out like this anymore? Although, although Arnold Arnold supposedly connects to a, a helicopter flying above a roof, and you can clearly see it's the fucking uh, oh oh the CG in that part is terrible, oh terrible. And then the part Which, where like he he's falling down and then catches it and doesn't break yeah. his back. Okay. Well, uh, also, also one of the guys that's that's the bad guy is um, 
um, I guess the steroids make me deaf guy from uh, Running Man. That's his longtime training partner. Yeah, he he's actually one of the bad guys in this movie too. Yep, <laughs> that's his longtime training partner. <laughs> that's him. Yeah, I I I love seeing that guy in movies. He was in the one movie I don't remember what it was that we were watching, but he was just a totally random extra, just like in the crowd. <laughs> and I was like, it's that fucking guy. Uh, All right, we're gonna wrap this up. This is the New Year's Eve. Happy New Year to everybody. Happy New Year. Here's to uh, another continued year of uh, more reviews, more content. Check out the channel. Bunch of fun stuff going up there. Check out uh, Twitch, Nerditude, and uh, we'll be seeing you guys uh, next year with some new stuff. We're going to take a couple weeks off. Um, Enjoy uh, time with your family and whatnot, and uh, we'll see you guys mid-January. Good night. Happy New Year. Day, night.